Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2, episode 202 of this uh, study podcast. Thank you again for joining us today uh, and I hope first of all you enjoyed yesterday's uh, episode. We had our very first ever um, special scripture study session where we had a study buddy. Thank you again to Jason Sand for joining us. It was a real pleasure and a joy to be able to discuss and share uh, thoughts with another person. I think it's wonderful to be able to share uh, another person's thoughts and insights into the gospel with you uh, on a podcast episode. So uh, another invitation to anyone who is interested, I'd love to do, as I mentioned on the Facebook group, one of those types of uh, study sessions at least once a week. Uh, And so uh, it'd be wonderful if you could get in touch via Facebook or via the email um, address, which is ldsstudysession at gmail.com. If you're interested in joining, it can be any Come Follow Me episode. If you're looking at a Come Follow Me week and you see a section that you particularly stands out to you, just give me an email and we can set something up. Uh, we don't have to record it on the day that that episode is due to come out. We can record it a week, two weeks in advance if it's more convenient to you. Uh, and also, it doesn't even have to be about the Come Follow Me. If you've been studying something yourself which has resonated with you that is separate from the Come Follow Me uh, curriculum, or just, you know, you've read a conference talk that really stood out to you. I'd love to record that and we can do that for a Monday episode like today's episode. As always, Monday's episode is not uh, based on the Come Follow Me uh, curriculum today, um, just for a bit of variety. So as as usual, as, as, as has become custom uh, on a uh, Monday, uh, we're going to look at some listener comments, first of all. I think I called them reader, reader comments last week and of course... It, it, you're not readers, you're listeners to a podcast. Um, and then we've got uh, something else which has stood out to me over the past week as I've done some other studies. So, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, comments, a lot more comments on Facebook this week. So first of all, thank you very much for that. It's, you know, one of my ambitions, one of my uh, kind of main aims of this podcast, now there is a, a podcast that goes out to other people, is to just generate some discussion and learn from other people and to help build my own faith in that way. So, Thank you so much for that. Uh, on a, a few days ago, I asked about uh, how do others grow their faith best, and uh, P- Patricia and Troy Haney or Haney, sorry if I said that wrong, uh, they said uh, about prayer, and I think that I found that prayer this week was particularly uh, an important message. There, um, I'm just going to share a little bit from what they said. From what they said, actually. Uh, They said, it's amazing to see how he answers our prayers, especially when we are looking for his hand in our lives. Um, For example, uh, and they they share um, uh, an example of their young adult daughter who's struggling, but how through their prayers, um, they are, you know, hoping to see some change in their lives. And that was a really lovely, um, you know, experience that they shared. And obviously, you know, my prayers are with them, with with the trial that they're having right now. But I love how they identified that building their faith, uh, you know, best, they, they thought, through prayer. We'll talk about prayer. Well, we talked about prayer a couple of days ago and how it linked with worship. Um, we've got uh, Crystal. Uh, Crystal shared a post, uh, which was lovely. We don't often get uh, posts shared on the uh, Facebook group, but I love it when people do just post something they've been thinking about. Um, and they were thinking about, or she was thinking about Alma 32, and the opportunity to do home church and not actually go to church. 
uh, and they've had an increased desire, or she's had a, an increased desire to do come follow me lessons throughout the week with her with her boys, three and one years old, which you know is a wonderful age, <laughs> and it's that time to start those habits. Our children, my, my, our children are now seven and five, and you know, fortunately, come follow me came in last year, so they were still you know fairly young, six and four. Um, because we started that, you know, my daughter the other day, we, we didn't have chance or time to do a come follow me on a particular day. Uh, we don't do it every day. Um, you know, we we do it most days, but, you know, there's some days where just time runs away with us. But she did ask about it one day, which was nice. Uh, with, for Crystal, it was nice to have gone into this understanding, into this experience of the understanding that she doesn't need to go to church to worship and that she can teach and study any day of the week. It's actually something which I based my talk on. I I, I, uh, was given the opportunity to speak to my ward via Zoom uh, yesterday, and uh, I felt really strongly that I needed to talk about the opportunity that we have to worship um, and how prayer and worship are, you know, in the Book of Mormon, identified as the same thing. And obviously there are some people through this uh, lockdown, and some people haven't yet been able to go back to church, and even some that have, you know, may not have taken the sacrament yet because they maybe haven't yet had a chance to go themselves to the meeting house. Um, but I, I know that there are a number out there who are missing the sacraments. But we need to remember that we, we can still worship uh, even without um, being able to partake in the sacraments at this moment in time. As long as, of course, we're doing all that we can to worship. Uh, and that is mainly through our prayer and through our study. Um, and so, yeah. Now, in Alma 32, verse 34, I, I shared uh, about faith becoming dormant. And I was surprised by this. Um, I I took it as it being, as Alma saying, that our faith becomes dormant once we have a, a knowledge of something. Uh, but it seems that others have a different uh, um, insight or a different uh, view on this or a different perspective, which, again, is what I love to see. Uh, we had Candice, um, who, who said this. She said, uh, I've heard this before, but I always assumed that our faith would turn to knowledge in the next life. Faith in this life, knowledge in the life to come. And that's a wonderful uh, thought because I maybe I was thinking uh, too short term that this uh, tree growing into from faith to knowledge, you know, happens very quickly. But actually, you know, trees take a long time to grow. <laughs> and so um, and so perhaps she's right. And so I need to go away and kind of think about that because that was an important uh, thought. And then Mary um, shared this thought. Uh, she said, I love the phrase, our faith becomes dormant because I immediately thought of my beautiful hosta plants turning brown and withering at summer's end and having to cut the leaves close to the ground. So sad. But then the spring comes and seeing the bright green leaves sprouting up ever so slowly, it's like Mother Nature giving me a big hug for my patience during the winter. Sometimes our faith in the word or our testimony seems gone, but in reality, it's just waiting to be reborn again into the next season of growth. And if we nourish our faith, even enjoying dark times and our patience, we will see our new faith in our learning as we move from our faith towards knowledge of all truth. That was that was brilliant. I'm actually writing just a little update on my book, actually. Uh, I have written my book, uh, and, and I mentioned a few months ago, uh, at the, towards the start of lockdown in April, that I've been kind of, I felt prompted or inspired to write a book, uh, focusing on principles and things that I felt were important for my children as they grew up in, in the generation that they're in. Well, I've written it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and it, you know, it was a, a it was a wonderful uh, experience, and I've sent it off to a couple a couple of publishers, been rejected by one. So you know, you, we'll see how it goes. I might end up self publishing it. Also, we'll have to see. But um, 
that I'm I'm now actually writing another one. My my, uh, my my wonderful mother um shared that she wanted to write a book once I had shared this with her that I'd written one and she's reading it. Uh, she said that she had an idea for a book but she would never get to sit down and write it. And so I said, well, I'll write it. Um and so she's she's asked, so she's given me kind of the content and I'm turning it into a into a book. It's basically the idea of you know gardening. And how in got many techniques of gardening and many um, you know examples of plants and um, you know growing crops and all these things that there are so many principles we can learn from the gospel and she's written down about thirty six lessons she's learned about lessons of the gospel that are linked with you know different parts of gardening or, or experiences she's had while she's she's gardened uh, and so Mary's comments there really made me think of that uh, and that was wonderful thank you. Um, talked about prayer and worship again and again mary and candice shared some thoughts um, candice said I, i've been trying to figure out what worship really is and how to do it more effectively i have to say i love this correlation it makes so much sense and it's easy to accomplish and that's uh, the relationship between prayer and worship uh, mary also said if we pr- can pray at any time or any place then it's like we're also worshiping god throughout our day uh, thanks for me- mentioning your struggle with nighttime prayers i too have been recently struggling with this as a new struggle for me after months of trying to figure out why this is, I'm at the point of realising that it's just a better choice to push on through my struggle while not fully understanding what's going on with myself. And prayer, seen as worship, does strengthen my desire to commune with my Heavenly Father. Um, wonderful comments. Uh, and so we had loads more comments this week, so thank you for that. And as as such, I've only got a minute left. Um, I am going to share what I wanted to share with you. Um, it's actually from the July Enzyme. And it's a, an article called, Do You Have Questions About the Gospel? Here are five ways to find answers by Chackle Wardley from Church Magazines. Uh, I'm not going to be able to have a chance to read through many quotes, but I'm going to share the five things that they share. Uh, and, but I do strongly recommend that you go away and, and have a look at that article. It'll take about 10 minutes, but they share quotes or, and ideas from uh, different professors of church history and things like that. They talk about primary and contemporary sources um, and you know, it's it's just it's just basically a really put, put, well put together article about something that I feel very passionately about, about being able to question things in the gospel, but not losing your faith. In fact, it even strengthening your faith that it doesn't become dormant. Uh, the first thing they suggest is to check the sources. Second thing is to rely on the words of prophets. Um, study the scriptures, really study. Um, learn how to receive revelation. And the fifth one is hold on to what you do now. And within those sections, uh, they add some scriptures and some quotes from general authorities. So it was a really well put together article and I just it really stood out to me. So if you have time, I do strongly recommend you have a study of that. Thank you uh, for listening today. Uh, you, uh, you've been great, <laughs> I presume, if you're still listening. Uh, if, if there's anything you wish to uh, share that you've been studying or any thoughts on what's been studied, please uh, do so on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. You can also email session at gmail.com if you'd like to join me for a future podcast episode. You've heard one example now of that, and so I'm hoping that will uh, spur some others on just to get involved. And, uh, you know, it will have 15 minutes together where we can share and discuss the gospel on Zoom, and it will be really wonderful. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.